Hello and welcome to Inspire, Motivate, and Educate. Inspire, Motivate, and Educate, a program of information and inspiration designed to take you to your next level. We here at IME want to welcome you to 2024. We are so grateful to our God and our King for taking us safely over into this new year. We have had our challenges, we have had our situations and our circumstances, we have had our joys and we have had our triumphs, and we are eternally grateful. And so I just want to thank God for you and for everyone who has made it and to wish you all the best as you enter into this new season. Uh, sorry for whatever loss, whatever grievance, whatever situation you, you went through and suffered, but you made it. And we are all here to work together to see this season, this new season that has come up on us, uh, re reveal to us new possibilities that will cause us to see how life unfolds for us in this season. Welcome again. You know, I was meditating on the word temptation. And temptation is something that many of us find a little daunting, a little bit, a little challenging. And sometimes we say to ourselves that we don't want to be tempted or we don't want to be tested. We don't want to be tried or we see it as a, a huge minus, a huge negative when we go through periods of tempting and testing and trial. But the truth is, any process of becoming anything of significance or worth requires that we go through tempting and testing. You see, for those who are minded a particular way, especially if you were cultured in in a religious environment, you will you will be you will you will have you would have been set up to read the word temptation only from that perspective. But when we look at the word from its general and original state, then we realize that the word that became historically biblical came from a process. And that process is what informs the meaning of the word temptation. There's a scripture that says, let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempted he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. All right? Let no man say when he is tempted, 
So it, 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 it does not say, let no man say, if he is tempted. And I'm referring to James 1, 13 at the moment. It, it says, let no man say when. Whenever you see the word when, it means that it is a must and not a maybe that we will be tempted. You see, the only way that we can know if we are ready for something or ready to overcome something or ready to take on something is if we are properly tempted, trained. And I'm going to get to the essence of the word in a few minutes. Give me some time. Everything that we do in life that we are excellent at comes through some kind of a process where our mind, our body, and our faculties are trained in one way or the other to toward that thing, toward that process, toward that vocation, toward that job. There are some places you go and you see some people doing some things that are so easy, that seem so easy. If you speak with them, they will tell you that when they when it when they started doing it, it wasn't as easy as it looks now. It was something that started out in some cases very difficult, but over time, over months, over years, over many years in some cases, you see them doing this thing and they can almost do it with their eyes closed as as we would say. It is because they have been trained. They have gone through various processes, some very some through formal processes and some through not so formal processes to, to get to the place now where they have developed a system that enables them to do what they are doing with, with what seems to be very little effort. Now, it doesn't mean that it doesn't take any effort at all. It's just that they are doing it now in such a way that it is so coordinated that it appears as if it takes little effort. You know, sometimes you go to a place to uh, buy a drink for argument's sake and the person at the uh, uh, mixing the drink, you know, the mixologist will take different components and put them together with ice and with water and with various ingredients, syrup and liqueurs and different things and shake them together and blend them and present to you a a, a brew or a blend, whether alcoholic or non-alcoholic, that is so masterfully made and so colorfully put together that you you wonder, how do they do that? And then you go home and you say, I gonna, I'm going to do that. And you get your blender and you get your bullet and you get your stuff and you put it in there and you make the same attempt that you saw when you went to that restaurant or that hotel and you realize that something came out but it did not come out as it was with that person. Why is that? It's because over time, that person was able to know how many teaspoons, how many uh, of this and how much of that to put into that into making that one cup of drink so tasty and so delicious because and they do it without measuring anything why because over time they have learned the process and they have perfected it perfected it by trial by error 
by making horrible mistakes sometimes until they got it right. This season is the season of Christmas and New Year and it also happens to be the season of my birthday. You know, the 2nd of January every year is is a day when I celebrate my birthday. And when my mother was alive, she would always ensure that there was a cake reserve, as much as she could, as much as she was able, that there was a cake reserve for me from Christmas for my birthday. You know, where we live in, in, the, in Jamaica, uh, a Christmas cake was a cake made of fruit and, and, and different ingredients. And so the, the birthday cake was also made of the same uh, ingredients. So she would just bake a whole batch of cake and then she would give away to her friends and family and loved ones, have some at home. And there was, there was this one that was hidden somewhere and that was my birthday cake. And I always remember that with fond memories because up until she passed away in the month of my birthday, um, and so I, um, I, I'll always remember her for that even when she was in bed and doing and, and very ill, she, she, she whispered to me, and I didn't know that this was one of the last times I would have had a, a, a conversation with her that she was cohesive and coherent. Um, and one of the last things she said to me was that the cake is hidden in a particular place and I would find it there. So that my mother used to do with very little effort because over time we would just watch her put the cakes together and she would throw the ingredients in and do the different things and somehow they would come out so delicious and so tasty. And she would be horribly disappointed if something went wrong, if something, if, if anything was burnt or anything like that, because she was so, she had learned over time to make the, to make the process seem so smooth and seamless. Why is it that the cakes came out like that? Why is it that the drinks come out so, so delicious? Why is it that they, 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 we go to certain restaurants and we can tell when the master chef is at work by the taste of the food. And we can also tell when he's not at work or when he has left that particular establishment because we have come to become accustomed to the food tasting a particular way with a certain level of consistency that we can almost, we can almost say without guessing that that particular chef is in the kitchen. This is because they have been through processes. They have been through trials. They have been through tests. They have been to school. They have been through all kinds of things, not to mention the, 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 the soldiers in the army and all these different persons. They have been through these trials. Now, when we go to school, we also go through processes of training, lectures, practicals, practicums, and different things. But there comes a day when more than likely you will be, you will be, you will be tested and examined. So we call it a test or we call it an examination. All of these things that we go through, you sit, sit in an examination for three hours, two and a half hours. And all of this is to see 
if everything that you have learned, you have somewhat been able to retain it in your mind and so that when the day comes for you to be giving your accolades, you can apply it to your circumstance and, and hold a job or hold or, or move to the next level or something like that. So all of these things make for this process. Now, as I read earlier, it says, let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, right? Now, many of us, when we are going through some tough times, we tend to want to say, why did God allow this to happen? Or why did he put me through this? But it is not necessarily he who put you through it. But it is he who has to pull back and allow you to go through it because you need to be properly tempted. I want you to whisper that word out of your lips. Tempted. We need to be properly tempted so that we can be able to stand the test. We may not take a physical test, but we, may be, we must be able to stand the test. We must be able to pass our test so that we can enter into our rest, as somebody would say. We have to be able to pass that test. We have to be able to go through that process of testing. Now, there is a particular story I learned many, many years ago, and I will wrap up our talk today with this, with this story. Many years ago, some people went to, you know, the, the father regions, you know, in the, in the, in the Israel, Israel, in Israel regions, and to tour the ancient landmarks and ruins and different things. <laughs> And one of the things that they were they were able to do was to visit a foundry, to visit a place where there is a, where they would make swords. Now it was said that the Roman the Romans at the time never were never in a position where they lost a war. The, Roman, the Romans never lost a war. You can check the history and I could elaborate some more on what, had, what happened to them and why they did fall. But they did not fall because of lack of military might. They fell for other reasons that we'll talk about on another day. Their swords never broke. Because the process of the making of the swords was so meticulous and intricate that it was next to nearly impossible for their swords to break. Matter of fact, the, the, the men who made the swords were so careful to make sure that the swords didn't break because every sword that was made, they had to sign their name, name on the sword as being the founder of that sword. I will see it was done in a foundry, so they, are, they were the founder. So they have to sign their name to say, I made this sword, right? Now, if everything goes well, that signature will be worth, worth and good for something. But if things go poorly, then there's a problem. They would be caught 
and they would be executed for causing the death of that soldier and potentially the loss of that battle. <clears throat> so it was very important for them not to allow themselves to be in that situation. Now what they did was that they put the sword through various processes. They put the sword through various processes where they would heat firstly, after making the sword, creating the sword, they would put it through a series of processes where they would put the sword in the, in the fire and heat it up to temperatures, phenomenal temperatures of, of over 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. 1,000, 1,000 degrees, right? And when they take it, when they pull it from the fire, they would look at it and they would look for, that is when the impurities would manifest oh my god the impurities would manifest when the heat is at that height you see sometimes we know but we, we, it is not known what is on the inside of us until the, 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 the relevant heat is turned up on the inside of us that causes us to manifest our imperfections or our impurities as it were so in the case of the sword you would see the sword there and say what a beautiful sword what a powerful sword this sword could never lose a battle but they won't know until it is it is heated to 1000 degrees or more and when it is heated to that temperature then that is when you see the impurities manifesting in the sword and that is now when they can take a hammer and beat out those impurities you see metal if metal has impurities in it that is where the metal can break and so they have to get rid of those impurities these this is mixed allies in in getting in getting into the into the metal and and causing the and, and causing it to have compromises in it and so what they would do is heat the sword to this to this high temperature beat it then drop it into an, another into very low temperatures of very cold water and cool it to congeal all of those molecules and then they would they would, they would do this process over and over and over and over and over and over again until they are convinced that the sword is pure the metal in the sword is pure to the extent that it can handle battle the process of the, this process was called tempering tempering and that is where we get our word temptation from the tempering process in metallurgy is a process of improving the characteristics of a metal, especially steel, by heating it to a high temperature, though below the melting point, then cooling it, all right? And as I said, doing it all over again. So we have to go through 
various processes sometimes of tempting, temptation, tests, challenges. Not to just see how bad we are, but when the bad manifests, we realize that, oh boy, this is where we are at and this is what is going on with us and um, we have to work on that. But that does not mean we have to stop doing what we're doing or back down because we may have found ourselves in an embarrassing situation or found ourselves in a situation where certain certain things, certain impurities, you know, became known. It just means that we are human beings going through a process of perfection. You see, there's no use trying to pretend to be perfect when everybody knows that you are you are struggling with imperfections. It is, but it is important that everybody understands and sees that you are open and vulnerable to the process. People will talk, people will criticize, people will throw you away, cancel you as the culture says. But the important thing is that you are willing to stand the test. Sometimes we want to back out, sometimes we want to back down, sometimes we want to run. But we have to come back to this place and go through this thing. Because in order to go to our next level, in order to, to get to the place where you have been designed to get to, you have to go through this process. There are some people we look at, we look at ourselves and it seems as if based on the age that we are at and based on the stage of life, we should have been further along and in some cases that's true but in some of the cases we are at, at the right time at the right place and at the right process to step into the things that we are being created to step into the word of God said eyes have not seen ears have not heard neither has it entered into the hearts of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him you see he knows where we are going and what we and where we are heading to and he understands that we must go through these processes in order to fulfill these purposes for our life so i want to encourage you as we enter into this new year i want to challenge you as my as it were birthday message to you this year to allow the process to be the process so that the things, the beautiful things that have been promised to you, understand that they will come, they will come with their challenges because you need to be in a position to handle what is coming your way. The, the blessing that is coming your way, you have to be ready for it or else you will abuse it. And so God is allowing you to go through these, these, these processes, these temptings, these testings, these trials so that you can come forth as pure gold and you'll be able to appreciate and handle pure gold. God bless you as you navigate this year and may his presence and his peace and his power be with you as you make do all the things that you do in this year to become everything that you were created to become. This has been inspire motivate educate the ime show and we look forward to seeing to 
you can look forward to hearing more from us and seeing more of us as this year progresses. The IMA Show, a program of information and inspiration designed to take you to your next level while uplifting the human spirit. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed week. Have a wonderful, wonderful year. And we will see each other at the end of this year, the beginning of next year, and at the top, hopefully, of our game and our purpose. And we look forward to making it together. God bless you. God bless you. Have a blessed day.